bringing in deer that are just like nasty, right? And you guys got to turn away. How many do you think in a season you got to turn away? Not very many that we have to completely turn away. What I think maybe we threw away three last year. Uh, it all depends on the year. So like them hot um, early seasons, a lot of spoiled ones. Or like now. Yeah. Well, they don't. They're like, oh, I got it hanging in a tree. Okay, cool. That doesn't mean that's in a cooler. Yeah. It's 70 mm-hmm. degrees out. You can't hang it in a tree. Someone called me 10 minutes ago. He shot the deer yesterday morning, and he hadn't brought it in. Well, and it's okay. He said it's okay because it's in my garage. And I was like, it was hot today. Like, you need to bring it right now and make mm-hmm. sure you let us know that it's been hanging in your garage for over 24 hours. There's this uh, misconception that if it's hanging. hanging, it's okay. Well, hanging in anything over 41 degrees is spoiling. So there's a. I really think that people need to take a food handling class before they even go in the woods because there's so many deer that are just wasted from absolute negligence. And then they bring it and they're like, here, deal with the rest of the crap that we uh, neglected for the right. last couple of days because it's been hanging in a tree or in my garage. It's cool. It's in a, a real cool barn, and I covered it in straw, so it's okay. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said 41 degrees. That's awful specific because like, I always had the number like 50 in my head. Yep. So uh, anything over 41 degrees uh, breeds bacteria. That's the food code in all the United States as far as what the – the restaurants and everything have to adhere to so anything technically four hours over 41 degrees is at a bacteria level that is too um high to eat that's going to give you food poisoning no bueno no no good so it's very uh adamant that people get it right to the cooler and then right chilled down i just keep thinking of that antelope because it was like 20s at night well, but, but that son of a bitch was hanging in some cheesecloth, and it was like 80 degrees. Or so moisture takes a, a role in that, too. Mm-hmm. There, the, There's a little gray area for people that know what the hell they're doing, but if you don't know what you're doing, don't fuck with it. Well, I mean, when it creates that rind, that kind of helps a little bit. Yeah? Right, right, right. And uh, it's skin coat. on, skin off, that makes a big difference, yeah, too. Yeah, mm. and there's uh, when you first kill that animal, you got a lot of leeway, too, because... Mm-hmm. All that body heat is escaping, but, you know, you need to get them guts out right away. Otherwise, they just sit there and boil inside of it. So if you get the guts out, you do have a little bit of leeway on uh, being able to get that thing cooled down because that body temperature has to, you know, expel all the heat, and then you can start cooling. So you definitely have quite a bit more than four hours. So so as far as the aging process, would you say it'd be better to quarter and throw in the fridge? Like I typically, like I got one in there right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as deer is concerned, usually dry aging, you have to have a fat covering around the whole thing to protect the meat where deer is a lot leaner of a product. Um, some people tell me that it's, they can taste a heck of a lot of a difference, but being that lean of a meat, you don't have a lot of that fat to break down um, like a cow. A cow can hang for a month because it's got that huge fat covering around all the quarters and everything. And it's a lot different, too. It's not like the tallow on a deer, right? Right, right, right. Where you're going to cut every last bit of that tallow off Mm -hmm. of a deer. Like a cow, you leave that 
leave it on. Right. But there's definitely a huge difference in the cattle if you cut up a cow after a week or if you cut up a cow at 30 days. There is a ridiculous difference in tenderness and flavor. I don't see that as predominant in a in a venison or wild game side of things because you're uh, you're losing a ton of yield on that if you let that thing hang and turn into a piece of jerky. Right, because when you get that rind, I mean, a lot of times it's a quarter inch or more. Right, right, right. That's why I always left the hide on mine before we started hanging out. And, it, I mean, it's such a pain in the ass to take that hide off after mm-hmm. it's like concrete, dude. four or five days. Yeah, if I was going to hang a deer, that hide would stay on it because you're protecting all of that, that meat on the outside. Because once you start taking a quarter, half inch off of the entire deer, that's you a lose, significant amount of meat. Yeah, you lose a quarter of the meat when you do that. I mean, right. If you shoot a deer that's got 40 pounds of meat, you know, 110-pound buck yearling, 30, 40 pounds, you start taking a quarter inch off, you're losing 5, 10 pounds of meat. That's a quarter of what you're putting in the freezer. Well, think about that antelope. I lost a shit ton of meat because, I mean, there was windy too, you know? Yeah. I keep forgetting we got that fridge. It's so fancy. Oh, thank you. But by the time I got that thing home and, like, started doing all the... uh, all the butchering, I lost so much meat, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, you uh, were wondering about what loses a lot of meat. We should uh, we should talk about buttholes. <laughs> Let's talk about buttholes. <laughs> we should talk about buttholes. I love buttholes. They dirty, nasty things. <laughs> uh, when uh, everyone leaves the butthole in, and we have to clean the butthole out, that's a $5 butthole surcharge. I'd make it 10 that's yeah. it. Well, I we, said that too. We should raise the buttholes. Because of inflation. <laughs> we were going to inflate the buttholes. We're inflate the buttholes. <laughs> we thought about getting people a shirt that said, like, I let Clearwater Meats clean out my butthole or something like that. Like, you get a free shirt if you leave the butthole. Dude, in. Clearwater clean my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. Like that. that is brilliant. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, that uh, leaving that butthole and the. Uh, the Little. bladder and everything in there, Little. that turns, like, instantly. Mm-hmm. Everything will turn green right in there, and then that starts spreading Dude, right in them hindquarters. And I, the butthole, not so much, but the bladder is, an, I feel like, an easy thing to accidentally yeah. leave in there. I, you know what makes me really happy is when we're uh, getting to the point where we're about to cut it, and you split them hindquarters, and there's this blue sack of piss in it. Oh, oh my gosh. And you have to, like, sit there and, like, do not precision pop it. cut it out like and oh my gosh if you pop that damn thing it's like bleh, bleh. Yeah. so bad so that that's what i've found with cleaning them out in the field i've cut probably 50 percent of the ones that i take out in the field i'm not careful but when i get home i wash the motherfucker off mm-hmm. and it's fine yep. every time i've done it you clean yep. out the edge clean out the bladder wipe it down when you get home mm-hmm. she good I've so, gotten pretty so, good at it if you go on the outside and you got to, you know, everyone's got these big, thick buck knives, which is the completely opposite of what you need. You need a little I got a skinny buck bastard. Filet knife. And go, yeah, go right around that as deep as you can. And then you go on the inside and you can reach up in there and then you just fist all that stuff right out of there. So, the whole fist. Yeah, you can get right up in there. Right I, try, in the I, try to, I try to get two fingers, but <laughs> the whole... <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, Did I say two? I meant three. Yeah, did I? Better make it three. So I use a Buck Knife 110, which is, I think, like perfect for skinning. Or, I mean, gutting and skinning, but 
Yeah, you yeah. get these people that have like machete sized buck knives and they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna this is a knife. this thing. Right. <laughs> I like my $7 Gerber. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, yay long. I used to use this like $2 paring knife and then I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. You know, but... one of the best things I've ever like skinned or gutted with? Fucking razor blade. Mm-hmm. That works out. Just so, oh, without the the attachment just the blade dude just put it like just yep hug it with these two fingers use this as your backer and just... i tried to fillet a fish with it one and mm. it's tough That's i feel tough. like deer are easier yeah so it, if you get piss on your meat does that necessarily ruin it depends on if that pp is now blue green then i would say you got some issues why does it turn blue green i mean it rotted rotten rotten, rotten poo poo well, I mean, fuck for I mean, piss turns blue green. Oh yeah, yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that shit take though? I feel like that would take a minute. I, I've seen it after I feel, like I feel day like it, three. I feel like if that were to happen, everything meat wise would be yeah. fucked. I mean, I've had it, you know, where the the meat is perfectly fine and the that bladder is like blue green, yum yum, and uh, I've had it where. You are know, you, are that you talking like spreading on like dough specifically because they got like, you know, some oh, little the, something extra? Well, blood on both. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, the milk sack too. That's that spoils just as quickly as everything oh, else. I didn't even think about that. Spoil. Oh yeah. That I've makes... seen milk turn blue, not in a deer, just in general. You know, turn. Ugh. Mom, the milk is lumpy. Chew it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking blue. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying not to slam it. It made it so much worse. <laughs> Slow and dramatic. Um, you guys said you're a hundred deer ahead of last year. How many did you have last year come in? Total. Yeah, we were just a little shy of fourteen hundred last Holy season. Holy shit! The year before we were ahead of that though, so we're probably pretty close to. Well, we I think when up. COVID happened, everyone was like, "I gotta go hunting." For my food. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. COVID was crazy that year. I had so many people. They're like, I don't give a shit if any of the grocery stores run out of food. I'm going hunting and I'm not buying a license. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, don't bring it to me. Yeah. I was Stay like, cool, me, dude. Do it all then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how does does the check-in thing uh, involve you guys at all? or? Um, to, a, to a point... Um, we got an email that the state isn't requiring us to have confirmation numbers this year, but they're still requiring everyone to have their confirmation or their deer reported within 72 hours. So, like, next year they're going to have to have a confirmation number in order to drop it off? We don't know that yet. They said this I mean, honestly, that'd be, that'd be smart on their, on their behalf. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes it a lot easier for them to keep track of things. Oh, yeah. And we work with the DNR with CWD testing – on heads so they it yeah, well, makes that process for us easier um because before we had to you know track exactly where they shot the deer and have all sorts of stupid information and now the hunter has to do it themselves and so when we report it for the dnr they let that shit up to you guys to record that yep so we're the Berrien county's drop-off area for cwd head testing and tb 
Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. So we got a big freezer in the front of the shop from the DNR, and they pick it up every single week. And uh, if you bring like, why doesn't it? I didn't fucking know about that. Did you? Nope. So dough heads and de- bucks that you cut the horns off of, you submit those ones through us, and uh, you get a successful deer patch, and then they get sent off, and then you get a little tag, and in about a week and a half, you can have all of the the testing results for CWD or TB. Do you get a patch for every deer you submit? Yep. So three seasons later, I could have a quilt? Yep. <laughs> Roll it in. <laughs> you have to go through us, though, to get the patch. If yep. you just do the CWD head test on your own, you don't get the patch. Fuck. You got to bring us the head. Hey. I mean, well, no, I'll bring you the head, but as far as cutting the deer, I kind of enjoy that. No, you don't have to. Just, yeah, it, it's, just it's bring a drop us the off head. just for the head. Just Chop the head. your head off. Which, just bring us your head. Just Amanda the head. loves head. <laughs> So, what is what is what is awesome is because Wisconsin was doing a similar thing. Yep. For and they've been doing that for years, uh, and that was kind of my complaint with Michigan. Like, dude, the, the closest place to drop it off, at least like two or three years ago, Plain was well. the Plainwell. Yep. Now, uh, Ben Balos. Uh, yeah, he's down in Galene. Yep, legendary uh, Legacy Mountain taxidermy. Yeah, Legacy Mountain. He's got two ducks from us right now. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 What kind did you get? Uh, a Woody and a Mallard. Nice. That was last season stuff. I was looking for a taxidermist that would mount them, and I was like... I think Ben's the only one around here that does do He's the only one that's equal besides turkeys. Okay. Because yeah. I think... I think Elkins, I think, is just doing deer, and I think right. Riley's still doing turkeys, but that's it. We got a turkey at Riley right now. And, and some uh, muskrats. Oh, yeah. I snuck some muskrats in there. He's like... Damn. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be doing this. I don't do any of this stupid shit. I'm like, <laughs> you will for me, though. <laughs> Have you ever taken any of the, the weird random shit you trap or shoot and made sausage out of it? Like the muskrats? Uh, no, but I do have this hillbilly friend of mine that brings Ziploc bags in. He's like, you make some sausage out of this? And, and I'm like, uh, He's like, what is it? And the guy's like, it's roadkill. I'm like, but what is it? <laughs> He said, well, it's just some good old roadkill. I'm like, okay. I'm like, we'll, we'll make his at the end of the day. <laughs> we smoked a beaver last year. Smoked a beaver? How was that? I didn't try it. I said, I've had beaver since Not the last a fan time of beaver. we talked. Was well, that two-legged or four-legged? I'm both, buddy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the four-legged in the crock pot. Not bad, dude. We uh we threw it in the smoker on the brisket setting, and I mean it was tender and everything. A little bit dry, but um, polling all of the the hillbillies in the area, they said younger beaver and brine at first. <laughs> Nobody likes a dry beaver, babe. <laughs> yeah, old dry beaver, no Not go. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all gonna end up with a blue dot next to our name. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we had ours uh, in the crock pot with, uh, I just did it like like a pot roast. Oh, yeah. Amazing. That was good. Oh, was I amazing. wouldn't try the smoked beaver. It looked like just dry, like. Did they leave the head on? No, you got to, you know, just the ass end of it. That's oh, the good stuff. Skin the whole thing, just stick that fucking water rat right in there. Mmm. Mama. 
We got a bunch of friends that uh, <laughs> that like muskrats and stuff too. That what? Eat muskrats, dude. I I want. I've never caught one or shot one, but I want to try one. You did I, shoot one. You just didn't recover I, it. Well, I did recover it, but it was... You didn't shoot it. You can't shoot them. You can when they're tunneling under your fucking driveway. Yeah. It's so stupid. You can't shoot them, but the way to trap them is to drown them to death. Like, that's stupid. I love muskrat trapping. It's one of my favorite f- things to do. You've set a colony trap there. And, like, they just pack inside of this trap until none of them can fit anymore. And then they just, you got to hold, like, eight fucking muskrats in one trap. What? It's awesome. You're going to have to learn me. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> I have a muskrat problem at the farm. Perfect. I'm all about it. So, this he wants hillbilly. to eat them, too. So. The yeah. hillbilly guy up the road, he's like, you want to come take care of my beavers for me, please? Like, I can do that. <laughs> I mean, they're like a water squirrel, man. Like, right? I mean, they're like a they're like a miniature beaver. I mean, water rat. Whatever. Yeah, water rat. Yeah. Muskrat. Rat. I, mean, I don't know. They're really ugly. I hate them. I don't like the word rat. I did. I, I saw my first rat a couple days. Did you? Ago. <laughs> Have you guys heard that story yet? No. That was hilarious. So, <laughs> very quickly, I'll go whole thing. This. Whole thing. You do. <laughs> why so so i got up in the morning and i was doing the first thing i normally have to do doing the old constitutional heard the dogs making a ruckus all of a sudden i heard Allie screaming from the kitchen i need you out here now i'm like pooping (laughs) and she said i don't give a fuck i want you out here now and i got out there naked Poop on my butt and my butt. <laughs> what? What's going on? She's like, "There's a rat. There's a rat. The dog's got it cornered by the by the slider." And I'm like, "Okay, it's a big mouse, whatever." So the dogs are like, you know, one's here, one's here, and there's a rug, and he's under the rug, and I crouch down, butt naked, and a fucking rat, <laughs> a fucking rat came out, and I have never. At that moment, I realized I've never seen a fucking rat before, and I didn't even react. I just, like, stared at it, and it ran right at me, past me, and then behind the dishwasher. (laughs) And there was nothing I could do. And she's like, what the fuck? I'm like, that was a fucking rat. (laughs) Can I go wipe now? (laughs) It was fucking nuts. I might have pooped a little bit more. I mean, so Hank ended up getting it the next day, my dog. But, like, after further examination, I mean, rats are disgusting little fuckers. Oh, yeah. I don't want to eat a rat, but I'll eat a muskrat. I think it is a rat still, though. It's just a water rat. It's a bigger, yeah, it's a bigger water bat. Water squirrel. (laughs) Squirrels are just tree rats. If anybody ever made a chipmunk, it's not a squirrel. Squirrels are? It's a water chipmunk. It's bigger than a damn chipmunk. It's bigger than a rat, too. See? <laughs> Water squirrel. <laughs> I think of all of the fur bearer animals out there, the muskrats are the softest. I was going to say, aren't I love them. Mink. Aren't, aren't mink yeah. softer? They're pretty, so. they're comparable. Pretty, pretty comparable. I've heard, I've actually heard they use muskrat as like a fake mink fur. I they call see it that. a mink coat, but it's actually muskrat. I could see that. How could you tell the difference? Water weasel. 
color would be the only thing that would throw me. Mink or darker. Yeah. Well, the hair is a little bit, like, more, like, poofy. It's probably longer on a muskrat, too. Yeah. So we, uh, we sell fur at the shop. Um, everything that you can catch in Michigan, except for... I can't get my hands on. You guys fuckers do everything these days. You guys fucking test it for CWD, mm-hmm. fucking selling fur. We mm-hmm. have a lot of fur. The fox, I think, is the softest. Yeah, I'm trying to get my hands on more bobcats, Fisher, and Martins, but uh, we have a good stock of everything else. Coyotes. <laughs> this is the softest? Yeah, burrs. Let me touch it. No, this this sucks. It does I didn't suck. do it. <laughs> Ain't no good. It wasn't me. Hey, you need to touch some of our foxes. They're much softer than that. That, was, that wasn't a fox. That was oh. a coyote. Okay. Oh, that's a that's a red-ass coyote. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, that was a red. That's a nice one. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You thought that was a fox? It was <laughs> under my sweatshirt, dude. I just saw the red when I walked in. City people. <laughs> Damn. We've had a bunch of, like, uh, so the best-selling fur is the muskrat. Because all the Chicago people on the lake oh have been buying them for dog for shoes. Dog toys. What? Isn't that the goofiest it's thing ever? $35 for a tanned little muskrat. And these people buy it for their dogs. So it's just the skin? Yeah. Just the skin. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I gave it to my dog. I was like, oh my God, can you imagine the mess of a ripped up muskrat? Fur? We had somebody that came in, they bought a muskrat for their dog, and their dog loved it. The dog didn't destroy it. And then they brought a, bought a raccoon pelt for their dog, too. I gave Pepper and Bola a muskrat. I'm like, here you go. You chew on this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, why the fuck would you do that? They were really happy. Because she's they, from fucking Illinois. They liked it. <laughs> and it taught them how to, you know, kill the animals in their yard. Possum slayers. Yeah, they really... Every time we leave our dogs out overnight, they kill a possum and leave it on our deck every time. But I don't ever see alive possums at our house, but they always seem to find dead ones when they leave it on the deck. Because they played Like dead. a cat would do. <laughs> They're like, I'm on to you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't dead yet. Fucking possum. Well, possum's pretty damn soft, honestly. That's, that, that doesn't seem like bad fur. We don't have that at the shop. I used to get them in my traps every now and then, but a guy I learned a lot of like trapping stuff from. And he said the best thing to use possum fur for is uh, trap or uh, scent. Like put your lure on it. Yeah. Because it holds it real well. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you just cut open the little chunks, but it's super soft. I mean, I feel like you could use it for something. That's our uh, our plan. We want to get um, full mounts of every single fur bearer in Michigan at the shop. And then I also want to go... You guys already got a shit ton of taxidermy, right? We have a lot. Yeah, so it's like a mini Cabela's in there. Yeah. Next, uh, next spring, we're actually ripping the front wall of the shop out, and we're building a new thirty-five by sixty-four building in front of the shop, and that'll be like an addition. Yeah, an addition on the shop, so that'll be our super curb appealy retail room, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna put tall walls and scissor trusses so we can hang a shit ton more taxidermy. We have a lot in the retail store right now, but there's so much in the attic. And Tim and I went to a bunch of auctions and just bought like a fuck ton of stupid taxes. Just, just anything dumb. I want everything. He bought this fucking goat thing. It's the ugliest thing ever. I gave it to our tattoo guy. (laughs) I was like, "You take this. This will look better in your shop than ours." So ugly. It was. He was like cross-eyed, and he was so. You bought a cross-eyed goat. I was pretty upset. It was some sort of African thing. I don't know. Is everything from Africa cross-eyed? I don't know. 
<laughs> Dude, that. I want to cross that goat mount. Right, that sounds awesome. <laughs> and you and you gave it away? Yeah, I gave it to our tattoo guy. I love him. For a tattoo? No, we just gave it to him for a present. For a wiener. When we hold hands, our wieners kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll drink to that. <laughs> okay. That's the most American thing right. I've had. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these cans are popping pretty loud this time. I know. Oh, I got the gain up on a couple of these mics. Yeah. I know you're trying to figure out what that hum is. You it's have like it gone for a while. Oh, it's a fridge. Mm-hmm. Oh. It makes sense. It's a trying to keep our bo- beer cold. <laughs> Mr. Wong, love a nice cold beer. <laughs> so speaking of Mr. Wong, dude, so, <laughs> so the whole backstory with the Mr. Wong was because you guys used to call people after they used to leave their deer for too long and be mm-hmm. like, and this is Mr. Wong. And Willie, Willie would talk to him like that. <laughs> well, that was... Uh, the the time of deer season where we are sleep deprived and don't give a shit about and anything. Drunk. Mostly drunk. <laughs> calling people that have had their deer in the cooler for way too long. Harold, this is Miss Wong from Kiwata Me. You pick up your deer now. You pick it up a now. <laughs> oh Miss Wong, he gonna find you. Oh my god. Awesome. Well, because there was people that left their shit there for Months. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, what, what's the? Because it's what ten dollars a day. You guys used ten bucks a day. After yeah, holy days, shit. Yeah. After five days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we give them. You know, you, you can you basically get, get a we work week. We don't usually charge people for their fucking storage fee. Like, just tell me, like, hey, I'm out of town. I'm gonna be there in two weeks. Like, I'm cool with that. Just don't be a dick and like leave it sit in my fucking freezer forever. Yeah, there would be like. Yeah, I'm coming tomorrow. And then, and then they'd be like, them. I'm coming tomorrow. I'm coming tomorrow. Well, you know, I just didn't have time to get out there. I'd be like, well, you got time to pay us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sucks for you. I had we some have... guy that had, I mean, it was twice the size of this deer on the wall. And it was a, a cape there. And I'm like, you need to pick up your cape. Like, after a week, usually I freeze them as well, a courtesy. I freezer mm-hmm. forever. And I'm like, dude. I charged that guy $180 to, like, get his cape back because he would not come pick it up. I'm like, it's $10 a day. He's like, I'll get there eventually. I'm like, it's $180 for him keeping it because it was there 23 days. I'm like, because you get five days for free. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? The freezer gets so bad that it'll be like, you will have, like, tunnels through the freezer to try to like because you guys can store a shit ton of shuffle boxes around trying to find shit that's so terrible i hate that i get like anxiety attacks when i have to go into the freezer sometimes i'm like oh my it's fucking cold and my brain shuts off and i'm like i don't even know what a two looks like anymore and amanda you're the one out there like dealing with the customers on a daily basis right (laughs) yeah usually you take the brunt of everything i know yeah i was just thinking about that i was gonna bitch at tim because I have well, to deal this with, is a great time to do it. I have to deal with all of the customers all the time, and they, they're they really, really sexist assholes a lot, and they don't trust, they don't think, they don't believe anything that I say. And Like when, then, they, when they come to pick it up or when they... Well, they pass this down the line. Oh, sorry. Yeah, when they, they... Or no, like, typically they're mean to me when I'm taking their cut list, 
and they know oh, everything. Fuck that. They know everything because they're an old hunter guy. I've always cut up my deer. And so then when I tell him, like... I'm a professional. Well, then do it yourself there, smartass. Yeah, I'd be like, then finish it yourself. <laughs> or then then we'll have, like, I'll have Tim come up and he'll say the same exact fucking thing and all of a sudden everything's fine. Like, I didn't just say it to him. And... Amanda will just sit there and, like, stare at him and be like, hmm, didn't I just fucking tell you that? The same fucking thing? But if it comes out of a man's mouth, it's okay all of a sudden? I had a guy drop a deer off the other day. He would not fucking talk to me. He kept, like, telling the person he was with to tell me what he wanted. Are you shitting me? He wouldn't tell me anything. And then he kept just telling, well, tell her I want trail sticks. And finally I was like, I know you want trail sticks. I'm like, I'll get to the fucking trail sticks in a minute. And he wouldn't talk to me. The entire time he wouldn't talk to me. And then right, I went met him in the back. I hung his deer up. And then Tim finally walked in. And... The first time he had an interaction with a Clearwater Meats employee was when he thanked Tim, who wasn't there the whole fucking time. Tim just walked in the room and all, it was like, oh, thank you so much, Tim, but you can't talk to me. I'm oh, here and why? everything is amazing. <laughs> you didn't do anything. It's pooping the whole time that guy was there. I had a great shit. <laughs> I appreciate your, your thankfulness. I mean... It. Yeah, the sexistness is like through the roof. Like they'll they'll scream and scream and scream at her, and then I'll get on the phone or I'll come up there, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong." I'm like, "Oh, then shut the fuck up." <laughs> Amanda has a tip jar right there. Tips for tits. Fill it up. <laughs> Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, can't, I just, I mean, it's, it's, it's the old guys, right? Because, I mean, you guys are the only guys in business right now. So, like, dudes that used to take it, I mean, Gary, Zick, he hasn't been doing it for over a decade anymore. Right. He'll take yeah, in boned out meat. Yeah, they're right, only but that's custom good. shit. They don't, they right. don't bone nothing. Which you guys take also, right? Right, right, right. So, uh, Gary, he'll actually send people to us. They'll be like, oh, you want uh, Zig sticks and stuff? Just go to Clearwater. They'll bone out your deer for you. They'll package it up right and then bring it right back to us. And that works out great. Us and Gary have a great working relationship with everything. That's awesome. Because, I mean, everyone tries to pit us against everyone else. And it's like, there is more processing work than any place could ever do. I mean, I tell everyone, we can do most of the deer that's killed in Barron County. We just can't do all of them. But, I mean, every year you guys get more yep. and more and more. But that's, we still are the only shop I that I ever have heard of that doesn't run out of room and always accepts deer. So we don't have cutoff times usually, especially in bow season. We're 24-7, always on call. Um, I got enough cooler storage to hold 700 deer at a time hanging. Jesus. So, you know, in deer, or when gun season hits... You go from, you know, you could take in a hundred and something a day, hundred, 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 hundred. You start getting backed up because we can only cut say fifty a day, so we still have a good turnaround. I mean, nothing more than ten or uh, ten days from drop off, but you know, you get, you finally get start caught up about December fifteenth, and then it's all easy peasy after that. I mean, 10 days, is that's pretty quick turnaround regardless. I've taken stuff into Zix before in the past, and 
I mean, it's anywhere from, well, we're out of this, we're out of that, we don't, we're not running a batch of this, so, you know, three weeks, we'll call you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's fine, but 10 days is quick. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer if you get, like, something weird. Like, we had a guy come in, and he was, honey barbecue with jalapeno. People love these snack sticks. We should probably just offer it as an option. But then, so he's going to order that, and it'll take longer than 10 days, depending on how much that person is going to order of something weird. But you have to order 25 how, pounds, or we won't do it. How long does it take you, like, average, like, per deer? You think to cut it? Yeah, twenty minutes maybe. Somewhere in there, because we have it all in stages. So, like the guys that's at not night from start to finish. Yeah, the guys at night will skin it. That's insane. And then we got fast. another set of guys that'll break down, and then it's the final cut and pack. So, so skinning it, what two minutes for you guys? It's not too bad at all. I mean, if you got two guys working on. We call them junkers, which would be does and bucks, small bucks. Junkers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, those go really freaking quick. And then you got cape outs and euros and all that stuff gotcha. that those take anywhere from 21 to 23 minutes. So, I mean, that's that's a huge thing, right? That you guys are able to do that because yep. a lot so of people starting, fuck that shit up. Starting last year, me and Amanda, we got on, we got on the YouTube and we learned how to do the euro mounts, <laughs> and actually we uh, we got pretty good at it. Um, we did sixty at the end of last season in three weeks. We had everything from the whole season done before January first. So you do this, them on a, a boiling process, or right? So okay. everyone's like, "You should get beetles." You know what the hell would happen if we had beetles in the fucking butcher shop that only eat dead meat? Like, that is a terrible fucking idea. So we do the simmer process. We'll do, like, simmer with OxyClean, then we'll degrease it, and then we whiten it. So, actually, we push through quite a bunch. I mean, we'll do five in a set, and, like, we'll skin five, we'll prep five, we'll boil five, we'll degrease five, we'll whiten five. I mean... And it's every single day, so you move through a shit house full of them. Do you guys like sleep or? No, never sleep. <laughs> I really actually sleep is my favorite thing. No, as as <laughs> but long this as time of the year. As long as Amanda gets a lot of sex, she's good. Yeah. Sleep and, is awesome from January to September. Yeah. We are busy all the time. We we don't get sleep any time of the year. There's always something at the shop. Deer season is busy, but so is retail. So is Hey season. Yeah, the farm. Hey, we're doing hay tomorrow. Oh, it's... you're doing hay tomorrow. Yep, I sure the fuck am. God, what are you doing with hay? She, it's third cutting. You're now. bailing? Yeah. Holy really? shit! I already power washed everything and put it away for the year. We had a kid. <laughs> right about when when that shit was supposed to be done, so we're doing it right now. Apparently, actually, we put up um, roughly. I figured up the other day between hay and straw, we put up uh, eighteen thousand bales of hay and straw. Holy and shit! I'm down to four hundred bales total. I'm like, move through some stuff this year. Well, you guys sell it all, right? You guys don't use any of it. So Dad'll keep probably three hundred round bales for the cattle mm-hmm. because Dad still raises all the cows that we sell in the butcher shop up the front. Gotcha. So, that's what we make all of our 
a bunch of the stakes and different stuff out of is the cattle that's raised on our farm. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, we uh, right around the time you're supposed to cut it around Labor Day. Yep. It wasn't really ready. Yep. If you got a bunch of alfalfa and stuff, you know, you got three cuttings. If the fields didn't have alfalfa in it, you're I only got two cuttings off of a lot of them fields. Well, she got she got one cutting off the the one field. We got a lot of round bales, and then this one, she's like, "All right, we're square bailing, and mm-hmm. it's we might get two hundred bales." She lied. What she said? She wasn't gonna fucking square bale anything else. I, I don't want to throw hay tomorrow. <sighs> well, lucky for you, by the time you get there, at least half of it should be done. Should be. You need that uh, machine that we got. We don't even touch them anymore. Preach. Mm, you got one of those accumulators, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all palletized. We unload all the wagons with a forklift, double stack them in the barn. Yeah. The only time we ever have to touch actually with our hands is if we deliver to somebody and have to throw it off the side of the wagon. God. <laughs> and then they're like, well, will you stack this hay for me? I'm like, nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Three bucks a bale. Well, you know shit. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. This hay tomorrow is gonna be fucking heavy. Oh yeah. It's gonna that depends shit. on how she fucking bales it. You better loosen it up. <laughs> what? That's a. This is a conversation to have off mic, but but loose bales suck. <laughs> they fucking suck. Better than 120 pound bales. I'll take a loose 40-pound bale over a 120-pound bale any day. Now when you're stacking a fucking wagon, that shit sucks. Fuck you. I've picked them up with broken strings. Loose bales. Got a little room to get some things in there. So, uh, fuck. Where where are we at on time, man? I don't even fucking know. You're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. It's always fucked. We're always fucked. It's our podcast. Nothing's planned. We're just eh, flying by the seat of our pants. But, uh, I know we... I think I've already asked this, but... Seriously, do you guys, what are the do's and don'ts for people planning on dropping off their deer this year? Uh, you can gut it or not. I'll gut deer for 40 bucks. Uh, I thought as it was long 50. as it's fresh. Yeah, it used to nope. be 50. Nope. Nope. 40 no, bucks. No, we actually raised it from 35 or 30. 35 or 30. I don't know. I raised the price this year for gutting. <sighs> okay, so as long as it's a fresh one, do not by any means cut the damn deer all the way from ass to the throat because that's absolutely ridiculous. Can we go um, can we get in the why? Uh probably cuz you know everyone flays everything open and then it's full of dirt and leaves and cuz you you got to drag the deer. Right, right, right. There's so much debris. Well, and then it's hanging in our cooler and it's all drying out and you're ruining all of that that meat that's there mm-hmm. basically it's exposed and it doesn't need to be the less you do the better your results will be so gut it and bring it in yep yep, yep. or don't gut it or don't gut or it. don't gut or it give us 40 dollars whatever <laughs> for three minutes of work yeah <laughs> hell yes you know the greatest thing is when these guys are like which i'm not gonna talk shit because i love it um but they'll be like i didn't have no time to gut that deer and i'll be there just bullshitting with him and he's like Yep, this deer came in, and it was like 30 yards, and, you know, it was quartering away from me. Boom, the deer's already gutted. Ha ha, thank you, $40. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I was gonna say that's gotta be like the worst thing ever for the customer. Like, all right, I'm gonna pay him to do this thing, and it's like over in less than two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I'd really like to find a. My great grandpa was great at this. So like, when I started my butcher shop, um, my great grandpa was. 95 or 96 somewhere there that's who he came from germany on the boat yada yada yada. it was a slaughter man and always uh butchered deer and stuff and that's who taught me everything um so he was always the greatest guy to sit in the chair at the back door and deal with all of the customers um stories and everything so i need to find an old guy like that again to be like just be there and talk to everyone on all their stories so i can get back to work because everyone has a story, and I'm I'm always happy to hear. But it's like, at a certain point, I'm like, all right, I gotta go. Twenty gotta, bucks an hour cash. I got a cooler lot man too. of shit to right. do. Yeah, and me and Josh will just stroll in with the microphones and be like, come here, <laughs> come here, tell us your story. Fucking Gramps would be there. He'd be like, <laughs> you know, it's a shame you took that from its mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Gramps, you can't be ridiculing people. I'm you like, can't make people feel bad. I'm. Hey, shot a spike. What do you want from me? We're never judgmental. I would prefer if people shot small deer. It's all the same price, hundred dollars. Easier to handle. You shoot a thirty pound deer or a two hundred and forty pound deer. It's hundred dollars. Like really? Yeah. You don't do weight categories? Hell no. It's hundred dollars. Fuck. Most people like. Think, Everyone does that. I think Pokagan does weight it, categories. It, I don't know if he does or not. No, I he'll call us and he'll be like, "What? What's your prices here?" And he'll want to be like, "I'm yeah, the same." He's actually one of the guys that uh, um, we're really good friends with, as far as uh, relationship with processors. Like, if he needs supplies or questions on stuff, like yeah. he'll come over and grab some stuff from us. But you know, we ran into a shit ton of that when we were starting our business. Everyone's so like, fuck them. They are just a bunch of dumb fucking kids and they're never going to make it. Well, guess what? All them fucking bastards are out of business now. So that's we try to keep a good working relationship with uh, as many people as we can. And, I mean, you're a fucking moron if you think that you can handle all the deer in Michigan by yourself. There's no way in hell. There's more work than anyone, one person can do. That's, well, even just Berrien County in general. I mean, that's... Right. Which will be super awesome with this reporting thing because you can actually look online and be like, how many deer are actually being killed? Dude, it was like for the early season, before bow season even opened, I want to say it was close to 10,000 deer were already killed. Something like that. So like uh, youth season... They uh, had that, and there were, in Berrien County, there was 26 deer reported killed, mm-hmm. and we did 22 of them. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool to see that kind of thing, because that was the biggest youth season that I've ever seen this year. Where they actually brought deer to you? Well, like... It was just the, our busiest for youth season. Yeah, so usually, like, youth season... It'll be like seven, Well, it's usually hot as shit, Four too. to seven deer, maybe. And we got 22 this year. Well, wasn't it? It was fairly cool this year. It wasn't bad. We did have that cold snap right then. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was still like in the 60s, I think, but it wasn't like terrible. It was like it is now. Maybe a little cooler. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, 
what I I mean I wanted to get into the nitty gritty of like how you guys make all your snack sticks and everything. We but... can do it. You should. Amanda's great at handling meat. <laughs> I'm good at it. <laughs> I was just curious how big a batches you guys do and what like what machines you have. Is it all big ass industrial pneumatic or do you do small batch shit all the time? Our we usually do 50 pound runs of everything, but we'll do like yeah, 25. Yeah. 25 would be like the minimum. The, the smallest, okay. yeah. Um cuz of course as we grow, we get bigger and bigger equipment, but we right. still want to stay, you know, we're the family owned small guys, so we right. don't want to get like Too oh, big. you can't you can't get anything of your own meat unless you got 187 pounds or something. You know, no. If you get 25 pounds we're still and making small still batches for people. Snack sticks. Okay, but do you so do you have the licensing now where you guys do mixed meat and just do large batch? Here, this is your five pounds of this. This is five pounds of that. So there's no way in living hell that anyone could go in there and be like, I want one pound of this, one pound of that, yeah. two pounds of that, three pounds of that, if one you pound order of that. Small. No way yeah. in right. hell. It's not Those your are meat. the big batches. Well, that's what I was curious on. I'm. I don't know exactly the like the way the laws are written in Michigan, but when you're doing like single cut for people, from my understanding, I could go out and put a sign in the driveway and be like, "Hey, yeah, you know, we we process deer." Yep. And it would be okay. There's no licensing needed for processing deer at all, but this is where things are gonna get tricky in the future. Any processor that's in Michigan has to have a retail meat license to be able to add beef or pork. They also need a retail meat license and special licensing to do their own specialty meats. There are a ridiculous amount of garage butchers that do not have this licensing. So at one point, the state of Michigan could step in and shut down 70% of the processors in Michigan. <laughs> Playing with his damn phone, right? <laughs> Fucking ADD motherfucker. But. Yeah. So we, the garage processors that add, technically they can't, they can't add beef or pork to right. the burger, but they do. I wasn't sure if they could even make, like, not even just the burger. Like, I wasn't sure they could make snack sticks or anything. Mm-hmm. They, I thought they, that that's a separate handling license yeah. as far as like. Yeah, you gotta have certain variances, and you gotta have the USDA and MDARD and everyone out there. Right, there's a certification process through your facility for the cleanliness of it because it's a like it's a finished product. Right. So once you step into the whole realm of cooking, cooling, curing, right, that is a whole nother level of things that a lot of people are doing and are not licensed for. Right. Because I mean, just just to do somebody's deer, a custom order. You can do that. You could do it. Right. Yeah, and you don't, you don't need shit. Right. And, right. Like, we've we've done that here and there. You know, you, you cut right. the deer for somebody. and But you're giving them raw product back. Right. 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 Well, and that's where, I think, was it last year, the year before, you started talking about maybe getting into doing pastrami and stuff with me. And I don't we, know what the fuck the laws are. Yeah, of that. course. Well, it was last it. year we started, we started talking about it. We looked into it. And then that's when we, but still, it didn't look like it was that tough. Right. I don't want to fucking do that though, man. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> Especially not now. I don't got time for shit. Of course, for your for your own use, you can do whatever the hell you want. But um, you know, those people that are 
doing all this jerky, snack six, salami, anything cured, they need special variances from the state. And although everyone's like, F the state, this and that, fuck the government, they're getting in our business. I understand that to a point, too, because I hate paying taxes for worthless people. Well, and the government sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking horseshit. But then again, you look at the, the scientific side of things with curing and cooking and cooling. You can kill people if you don't know what the hell you're doing. Exactly. And if you have too little cure, sodium nitrates and shit, you know, that product is not cured and not shelf-stable and is going to spoil and get you sick if you have too much it's going to kill you and that's the that's why some of them rules are there to kind of protect the the general public and i run into that a lot of times when people are trying to make their own shit they're like oh you got some of that pink salt i'm like yeah how much do you need well you know just give me a couple pounds i'm like how much are you making well you know 30 pounds i'm like you need one ounce per 25 pounds and they're like, well, what do you mean? Oh, I just I just throw some in there. I'm like, you're going to fucking kill people. <laughs> this is how you wind up with coronary disease. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe I'm naive or dumb or whatever, but, I mean, pink salt, it's just the salt content it's itself, a, the sodium content will kill them? Well, so, it's a curing salt. So it's... that's what's screwed up now because you got the Himalayan salt, which is completely different than the cure salt, which is the sodium nitrate stuff. Right. Um. And people are trying to like substitute. It's not the same. It's you not can. the same stuff. So you know, it's like you can cure with salt, but you can't. It's it. It's a real uh, gray area there. Lick your finger, stick it in one, taste it. Lick your finger, stick it in the other, taste it. Die. You'll tell. Like, holy shit! <laughs> the difference in those two is drastic. Yeah. But but what is what is hurting you? The sodium content? I don't know if it's a... I mean, it's I mean, so way more potent. I can take a chunk of Himalayan pink salt and chew on it and be fine. If I take a same size chunk of pink curing salt, which, I mean, it's, it's finely granulated. Like, is it like water softener salt or is it like got some shit in it that like you should not be putting in your body? There is no saving that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Or that you should be putting in your body in small increments. I don't know what the chemical aspect is of it. That's somebody that knows more than me would have to get into that. But I'm just firing from the hip because I'm curious. But there's a lot of lot of science that goes between all of that stuff, and of course, being a hillbilly, I don't have no fucking idea how it works. But it's like you got to go through a certain set of guidelines, and then. Like, when we did all of our variances and stuff, we had a a guy from the state actually come and bullshit with us the whole day, and he wanted to make sure that, you know, the science worked out on what we were doing. He wanted to make sure that, you know, the cooking aspect of it was getting done in the right amount of time, and the cooling process was getting done in the right time. So, he's like, oh yeah, everything looks fucking good to me. I'm like, Perfect. And then he's like, green light, you can do whatever the hell you want. Well, I mean, not only that, but there, there's all, all the, the regulations, but just doing it and not fucking it up seems tough. I've never tried it personally, but Josh, you, you dabbled in that shit last year. and I uh, mean, It's been a couple of years I've been playing around with it, yeah. And, I mean, you've damn near got it dialed in. There's been some errors here mm, and there. Yeah, but... some stuff. Well, it was the 
the snack sticks were cooking it too long. Sometimes I'm drunk when I make the pastrami and I add too much salt. <laughs> no, I have. When it comes to the pastrami, don't change your fucking thing. Well, when I made yours, I wasn't drunk. <laughs> that shit's phenomenal. But yep, there's uh, there's certain things during the day where you're like, I gotta get this done before we start getting the bush lattes, <laughs> and then there's stuff that you're like, Yep, I I can get this done after like twelve bush lattes. Like we're good. <laughs> Speaking like, of bush lattes, can I have one, please? I think these are still cold. They are still cold. Oh, that's nice. Right down the line. Thank you, sir. Oh, so the rest of things, like, yeah, we have uh, the biggest batch we can make is a 50-pound mixer. But then again, we got a uh, commercial smokehouse out of Canada. Um, and then we can we can cook about... What the heck is that? that? 300 pounds of snack sticks oh, at yeah, a time. 300 pounds of snack sticks and Holy shit. a lot more of the salami. That's, we I invest have. in that big time because then you have some consistency. So this, these smokers, these commercial smokehouses, which is very similar to what like Six has, um, but he has a huge scale of things because he's distributing everywhere. Right. We have a one cart. He set, He has multiple like four cart smokers. It's crazy. I'm always in awe, and I'm very jealous. But you know, one of these days, maybe. Oh fuck, Zix! He's been in it for oh yeah, well, forty then, years. Then he's, you got to look at that too. Like he's got all the Cabela's shit lined up and stuff too, doesn't he? And that that Billy Bob's yeah. or whatever the fuck yeah. he's got going on. Yeah, Buffalo Bob's. Buffalo yeah. Bob's. Yeah. So that's I always got to take that in consideration too. I'm like, man, he's already second generation. I just like opened this hillbilly shop like eight years ago, like. Maybe what? when I'm his age, I'll have some cool shit. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. For the past, fuck, five years at least, you mentioned Clearwater Meats. Everybody that hunts deer knows who the fuck you are at least. Even if they don't take your their shit there, they, knew, they yep. know yep. you, you know. Yeah, I feel bad. I've never been to your shop. Dick. Yeah, what an <laughs> asshole. I got all my own shit. You know, good. <laughs> I got taught when I was 12 how to cut my deer up. Well... We we cut our own deer up, but when it comes to specialty meats, especially that's where like people like you, it's like perfect. I yep, yep. drop the bone on me. Like, but but I'm is there? Sorry, excuse me. Is there is there boned out meat that you guys get that you're like? Eh. Oh, fucking all the time. People are yeah. fucking clueless. How do you? Away a lot. How do you handle that? Do you just call them up and be like, "Hey, your you're shit's so shit." I won't even take it in if you bring meat that's bad i just send them away how do you know if it's frozen though if they bring you frozen boned out meat yeah then it has to thaw out and we have to figure it out from there yeah because like i think it was last year or the year before we had uh, a guy that brought meat directly from the processor a different processor he's like man i want your guys's snack sticks and i'm like i i have no idea what's in these paper wrapped things it was like just a frozen block so we put it out to thaw and this shit was straight green like two days later green 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 still had hide on it it was disgusting all bone in they had a wrapped with hide on it still and bone in it yeah it was really bad it was it was came from a fucking processor oh yeah garage processor garage processor holy shit but I was like, I called him. I was like, um, uh. if you have any more of this deer, 
please, for your own safety, like, throw it away. Like He was upset, but we sent him pictures, and he understood. 15, 20 pictures. Because he was like, I just picked it up and came directly to your place. How is it bad? <laughs> Look at that shit. Ugh. Like, you're giving people chops back, and it's got fucking bone marrow. It's got the spinal cord in it. It's got... Oh, and you're talking disease, dude. With the spinal cord and that shit. This is their roast? Like, what are you doing? You gotta show Josh that shit. Or... Good God. Ugh. What the hell? How does anyone think that's okay? Ugh. Look at that shit. How about they still have the hair on it? Ugh. And then they want us to make shit out of it? Like, no. Garbage. All garbage. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Dude, the only the only thing I can think to excuse that is if the dude's freezer was like in and out, in and out, in and out, and it spoiled in the processor's freezer, and the dude took two months to pick it up, and it just happened to be froze when he got it. Well, just that's the only thing I can think of that would excuse that kind of shit. But as a processor too, like you should fucking know your freezer. You should going know, on. like um. We have monitoring devices, like, um, we're installing that this next month, where I can come in and every single cooler, freezer, everything has a readout in the front of the building. Like, oh, right, cool, that one's working right, that one's right, that one's right, that one's right. That has issues, we need to... And, I mean, we got cooler techs on, on call all the time. Like, if there's a variance in temperature, we know it and we take care of it immediately. I've never seen meat that bad. <laughs> oh, it's gross, dude. It's terrible. I like I've had some times where I'm like, damn, my deer's been hanging five days. I need to get that fucker done now. Nowhere near like, okay. I'm I feel way better about myself now. Well, I feel like there's a huge portion of the hunting community that just doesn't have any education when it comes to meat. Right, so we tried to, you know, I'm never going to rip on somebody. You know, it's just an educational thing. So That's left for Mr. Wong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, the professional nice Timmy has to come out then. You know, um, if somebody comes in and they've split it all the way to the chin, they're like, well, my granddaddy said you always got to get the esophagus out. Okay, well, yeah, that's true. You got to get it out. In a legitimate time frame, I said, but you don't have to do that. I said, we will skin it out and we take it out immediately. And everything's clean and there's no hair, there's no dirt, there's no leaves. It doesn't look like you opened your deer up, took a poop in it, and then <laughs> took it in. Like, right. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys deal. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but just like people all the time, I'm sure, don't realize that if you cut from the inside out, you yeah. eliminate the hair. Yeah. Virtually. Or and there's still people that are taking their knife and, and going from the outside in, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh turns into a complete poop pile. Well, and people bring it in from out of state too, out west, and they'll bring everything submerged in ice and it's all in water. Yeah. And uh we actually had this happen last week. They had uh multiple corridors in there so we took that out covered in hair whatever torch it all 
try to get everything all nice and clean, process that, and I'm going through the rest of these coolers, and there's just crazy amounts of weird, like, chopped up meat inside. So I'm putting it in a pile, putting it in a pile, putting it in a pile. <laughs> Dump the ice out. Guess what's in the bottom of this cooler? Poop. There's poop everywhere. There's poop water. Poop water. They marinated <laughs> all the, all the rest of their meat in poop. Mm, tasty. Well, I mean, just water in general is no bueno, right? No, no. I mean, no you good. rinse it off initially Moisture if you need to. bacteria. But, I mean, you can rinse it off, right? You rinse it off yeah. and then pack right. dry it, and then you're good. Right. But don't soak it in anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, that's what well, I do. Well, like, what about the people that put the ice in the cavity, the chest cavity? That works out really good. I've done that. Because, because it leaks out the neck hole. Yep. yep. I've done that for early season. It, if it's hot out, grab the deer, stuff the ice up inside oh, see, the chest here's cavity. Here's the bottom of the, the cooler. Yeah, poop. And uh, I told the guys, uh, see, there's the bottom of the cooler, poop. I, I was like, hey, uh, I threw more than half of your deer away because you marinated it in poop from here from Montana. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I'm like, you didn't cut any of the buttholes out. There was poop everywhere, and you marinated well, your deer in poop. They didn't do that. They oh. had somebody else quarter it or debone it or whatever it was. The neighbor. Oh, yeah, I guess. Always Maybe the they neighbor. Lied, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they said Every they fucking time you confront anyone about it was anything. this other guy it was the it other was guy. my neighbor i'm like well that was i put a post on facebook i said quit t- taking your deer to your fucking neighbor everyone's neighbor's <laughs> a dumbass <laughs> <laughs> your neighbor's fucking retarded <laughs> no that's my biggest thing like the less you do and the less you let your neighbor do the better your yield will be I mean that's the that's the the biggest thing about everything. I mean if you if you're gonna take it to a processor, really just gut the that you said just gut it. But yeah. I, but I've even the gutting no process don't, don't gut it don't gut it they they like the forty bucks yeah. forty forty dollar like pay Mister Wong forty dollar Mister Wong he rubbing that forty dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but. Even, but you were saying even the people that are gutting it and like taking it all the way up to the fucking chin. Like, I know people that do that. Mm-hmm. They'll take a fucking saw out in the woods with them. I'm like, why? Dude, you can pop the sternum with a knife. But, but, fucking why? I why? Used, I had a, why? Why the fuck do you need to do I that? I used to go to the top of the sternum just because I could spread it and then pull everything out. I mean, I look, could, I you could got, grab look, the esophagus. I'm looking at you right now. Your arms are not fucking short. You do not have T-Rex arms. You, I you are you are that. able to reach up in the chest. Hey. <laughs> oh, you want another one? Well, fuck yeah. Oh, you were trying to take mine. <laughs> no. So, Brent, we had this discussion about the, the blood all up like how I typically stay way cleaner than you do because I like, I like the roll in the blood. It, like it didn't bother me to take the knife and go up the... I'd stop at the, like, halfway up the sternum just to where I could grab the esophagus, pull it out, take the heart in one piece, pull the lungs, make sure everything was cleaned out. I wouldn't go all the way up to the fucking throat, but... I know, I know, but I'm just saying... Like, but if you stop right at that brisket bone... Right. And you reach down in there, because you got that... Diaphragm. You got that skirt steak, basically, the diaphragm. Yep. And you cut both sides of that, and you can reach down in there, and you feel the esophagus and cut it right. in there. 
if you grab a hold of that esophagus and you just yank, all that shit's coming right out. And you don't even have to go anywhere past this because the only cut you need to make is that esophagus and that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. You just take your knife up in there and because it's usually it's attached to the back. Right. Yeah. So you right. just slit that a little bit, cut it, yeah. rip it. Because it doesn't matter. You are you can be flailing your knife around up in this chest cavity. There's nothing up there that you're, you're going to pop. Fuck up, you're not going to fucking right. meet up. You're no. not going to do shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. The only reason I ever did that. It's for the sake of it's cold. I'm not rolling up my sleeves. I don't want to cover my shit in blood. Mm-hmm. I'd go up a couple ribs, yep. reach in there, pull. There you go. I only had to See, go up I'm, to there. I'm the fucking dumbass in the middle of December or January would take my shirt off and do a t-shirt and be like. <laughs> well, yeah, it depends on how far out I am. I mean, I don't do that. Most of the time, I don't do that. But but I'm not saying I haven't done I'm it. I'm just saying like when I'm gutting a deer, my, my, my goal is to get him as light as possible as quick as possible because i need to get him to a spot where i can put him in the truck as soon as possible get him hung as soon as possible dude i've shot a couple of them where i'm far enough out in the field i thought about just quartering the bitch out right there it's like i don't want to track this my truck won't make it out here mm. there's two foot of standing water in this I would, field i, I would drive i would here. give you props if you packed out a fucking whitetail <laughs> and down here what you got we could all take a hiatus and then come back in like three minutes. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's the bathroom right there. I could pee too. Don't judge me. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go outside. I think so. Okay. I can't, I can't like drink beer and not pee like every other beer. I was like slowly sipping it so that I didn't have to pee and I'm like, damn it. Well, we got enough of a break in there. We'll just, everything will be edited out. Does. Thank you for fucking saying something. I was about ready to pop. <laughs> I was going to start to cry soon if I didn't say something. But I would have said something. Tim, you texted him. You're like, she has to pee. No, Did I just, just show him the text. <laughs> yeah, Amanda's got to pee. <laughs> Alright, All right, we can close this bitch out. America. America. Did you, uh... You finish all of your questions on your phone there? I think so. I think he even hardly got into them, to be honest with you, buddy. No, but I think I think we had a pretty decent conversation. I think well, we covered everything we wanted. What else to. is on there? I brought up buttholes. You did. Bro. You did bring up buttholes. Let's see. Buttholes wasn't on there. Oh, I'm surprising with you. <laughs> that should be in every podcast. What can you tell me about buttholes? You guys, do you guys accept skinned deer? Generally Typically not. No. Oh, did you Typically want to? Typically no, I said. You gotta fix your mic oh, again. I'm sorry. Josh left you hanging. Sorry. <laughs> so you guys do not. Usually not, no. no. Sometimes, if you bring us a skinned deer, we'll tell you no, and then the person usually complains, so we'll go out and look at it. And if it's clean, we'll take it, but we don't. We don't like to be It's hard to keep it clean to take it to you. It's hard to keep it clean to take it to us, and then you're jumping in line, and in gun season, that can mean a hundred or more deer, because we can't just leave your deer, like if you're number 420, and we're at like, (laughs) we're we're cutting up 300s, you're jumping ahead because we can't leave your deer. To turn into a piece of jerky. Right. To get all dried out and gross. Yeah. But going back to the, like, the food safety side of things the the straight disrespect for the deer i i've seen like in years past where they skinned it 
threw it right in the bed of their truck with no tarp Mm -hmm. and they brought it in and i'm not really that nice when they do that i'm like that is a disgusting deer and a complete hack job and you should preserve your your meat a lot better than this at least buy a $12 tarp to bring it in and cover it up you just went down a dirt road mm-hmm. right like, get something to keep the dirt and the grime right, off right, right. your meat that particular one where i was like that's a hack job like you should have brought it in a tarp they actually called the the shop number which is my cell phone and was like <laughs> Yeah, there's a guy in the back named Tim. He he was very unprofessional. He, he told me it was a hack job, and uh, I don't appreciate it. Seems <laughs> like was, I'm gonna fire him. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck Tim. Um, this is the this is the last time that I'm. <laughs> You know, he's done. You, you want him fired? He's done. <laughs> Tim is fucking fired. I'm like, thank Jesus. <laughs> he bought a hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when, when Willie was still there, we would have angry customers come in and they'd ask for the boss or something. And Willie would just like turn his hat around and be like, okay, what's up? Okay, I'm here. I'm the boss, I'm the boss now. <laughs> so am I allowed to ask about Willie? What happened? Uh, he, uh, needed to spend more time with his family. So he, uh, is now a full-time farmer. Hey. He's a hay man. I know. I remember last time we had you guys on, he was like, there's no money in hay. Nobody farm (laughs) hay. Don't do it. (laughs) There's nothing going on in the hay business. (laughs) And now it all makes sense because, uh, I see him quite often on the hay page. Yep. 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 So uh we're still super good friends um anything we can do to help each other out we always do um we definitely miss him we love willie so we uh we wait for them a couple nights that uh he's had too many bush lattes and comes bring his deer in it's like oh but the funniest thing is when he he's like you know what amanda we're meant to be. We were always meant to be. You actually, you actually are in love with me, Amanda. I'm like, oh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> Willie's one of the funnier people I've ever met, and he's. I love Willie. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was definitely a a fun uh, opportunity to have Willie around all the time, but you know, the uh, Corona hit and uh, everything went to shit. So now it's just me and Amanda. And you guys are still killing it. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll keep doing what we do, handling everyone's meats. But I was I was <laughs> I was curious with the COVID thing. Like, so you guys have no shortage of help because it seems like everybody else on the planet is struggling for help. We just kind of got lucky this year. We usually don't have enough help in deer season, and who knows? Maybe when shit hits the fan, people will not show up. Every but... single year. Those that say they're going to be there, it's all of a sudden like, oh, you know, Tim, you know, I got to butcher three chickens today. You know, I can't come in. <laughs> and, you know, the next day you you think you got enough people to come in. Like, God damn it, Tim, I had a fucking, you know, a gummy and uh, I'm high. I the can't one come guy in. He was too high to come in. <laughs> I mean, I understand that. I've I've had some instances with certain friends that were on shrooms and they couldn't figure out how to work a fucking vacuum sealer. It's like, I didn't say who it was, buddy. 
we got this, uh, you know, you have, you got to work with what you got, right? So we have an employee that, um, he's like, I can work this day, this day, this day. If the wind is right. Wait, I'm he's like a bow hunter. What does that mean? Right. Oh well, if the if you the know, wind's right, I gotta go. He's a duck hunter. No, no. He's a bow hunter. Bow hunter. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck kind of schedule is that? What How was his I... name? Oh no, we like Gary. We like. He doesn't help us though. He doesn't help but us. But this kid, this kid is a great worker when he's there. But he has another job and he goes to school, and he really, really likes hunting and. You know, I mean, the majority of... Just deal with it. When our, he comes uh, in, it's nice to have that extra help. Yeah, it, it helps to have a couple uh, high school kids that, you know, actually want to work. Because mm-hmm. the majority of them don't want to fucking do anything. Right. Well, I'll tell you this. The funniest shit ever is when I was with Ryan. My buddy Ryan driving yep, up a yep. deer from deer camp. And uh, my fiance's ex helps him out occasionally. Didn't put two and two together. We dropped off the deer, and guess who received said deer? And oh, that was the first and only year that he helped us. Mm-hmm. Which was it was it was hilarious because I kind of knew who he was. You're like, goddamn! I think that's my wiener cousin. <laughs> <laughs> what are the qualifications for people to come and work with you guys? They gotta Show be up. they gotta be gay as fuck. <laughs> like it in the butt. You just have to show up to work. That went up my fucking nose. (laughs) There are really creepy people. Okay, so that is creepy, but I get a lot of creepy customers (laughs) that, like, grope me. It's weird. I have fucking guys that grope me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? There's this one guy. Nice piece of meat you got there, Tim. He's very touchy-feely. What do you think, Tim? I think I should give snack sticks. It's <laughs> gonna snack on your stick. I'm like, you can get whatever the fuck you want, dude. Stop fucking touching me. <laughs> stop, stop. Just yeah, having my... recipes for balls. There... This is my no no zone. <laughs> there is one guy that really likes to touch Tim, though. Yeah. It's really weird. Maybe you should hire him. You said they gotta be gay. <laughs> hey, just <juice> boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just as far as like cut speed and all that, like where you place them, how do you guys figure that stuff out in the industries? Like, do they just learn and get good at it as they go, or it helps if we're gonna have somebody that's gonna help cut at the table with Tim that they have some sort of experience? For the most part, uh, if they have experience in like say the restaurant industry, if they've been a cook somewhere, at least they have the the basics of say like knife handling skills and also like food safety food safety is a huge thing because you know that's a that's a a lot to throw at somebody about hey if you pick something off the ground you need to wash your hands and put on a new pair of gloves if your knife falls on the ground you need to go through that through the dishwasher like there's so much stuff like you can't cross contaminate and that's it's really freaking hard to you made it worse. <laughs> we almost held hands. Oh, you guys are gay. It's really hard. <laughs> They're to just the best of friends. Teach somebody all of the food safety stuff if they have absolutely no idea about that. Yeah. Have you ever gotten somebody in that's just like good golden? Like they don't drop their knife, they don't pick shit up. They're just you know no. grab the leg and no. fucking the whole thing's boned out. 
No. No. You want somebody? Oh, no. <laughs> generally, no offense to you, but generally the people that come in that are like, I've cut up my own deer my entire life, they... Do it the wrong way. No, they don't do it the wrong way. They just think that their way is the right way. And They're we process their... thousands of deer and... And it's different when you're oh, processing your so, own deer. And... So you you want like somebody from scratch, like you want to teach Someone. somebody. Teach yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at. There's a whole. You... You're perfect, and no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was getting at like, do you want somebody that has some experience or somebody that's just like green as hell and hey, shut the fuck up and listen? No, some experience is good. Yeah, because you can always uh, curb them, but if they're completely unteachable, then you're fucked. It's usually the, the old guys that are like, I cut my deer, own deer up my entire okay. life. The older guys that are like, refuse to learn. Well, even when you're like, hey, if there's hey, a stop, faster way to do it, there's stop a cutting way. it to the freaking throat. They're like, well, this is how granddaddy told me how to do it, so that's how I'm going to freaking do it. <laughs> I tell you what. Stop doing that last year when I had to carry a couple out. Like, I straight up 150-pound deer just put it on your shoulders and walk out <laughs> with it. She's like, fuck this. I'm not cut it to the throat. It's a big pick. Blood running so, down everywhere. So one of the questions on my mind listening to you guys is, what do you guys do with it? <laughs> you, you guys throw away the tongues, I'm sure. Just like, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. kind of got to, right? You guys can't keep them. Brent wants the tongues. I want the tongues. Do you want to eat them? Mm-hmm. Is it usually the tongues? Okay. Uh, yeah, the state's been buying all the tongues yeah. from us. The DNR. What? The DNR takes the heads, which has the tongues oh, on it. They, cut the but tongue, what if? Cut what if? But what if you cut them out? Maybe. Well, they don't maybe care. we no. can for our euro mounts. We have to take the tongue out. We take the bottom jar out. I mean, I don't want nothing that's like rotten, not fucking fresh. Like I, I didn't <laughs> take mine out the other day, and I was like, mm. it gets green really quick, especially. When they're like it's closed eating. up eating yeah tongues tongues go fast if oh, i for if, sure if i don't funky in their mouth all the time if i don't take it out you know you skin the deer you cut the head off if i don't take it off right if i don't take it out right then mm-mm, fuck it it's fucked um everything's we fucked. for your months we fucked. it's, it's easier to get it done right away so we the tongues don't usually go bad but they do they do get green quickly Especially well, we when they skin. Get, I don't know why. They got a mouthful of alfalfa and corn. Yeah. Yeah, when they're eating grass is the worst. It's so gross. The corn isn't that bad. It's the grass. The grass? The grass is nasty and slimy and green goo everywhere. Yeah, I, I can goop. see that going going bad Man. a lot faster because it's green. It's, it's moist. I shot one a couple of years ago, not down the road. But there were blueberries right back where I shot this deer. <laughs> it's like the nastiest stain you've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, it's purple. What the, the hell? Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Okay, There's something sense. about the inside of a deer's mouth. There's nothing good about it, man. Mm-hmm. It's creepy and weird. There's fucking, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Didn't like, you compare the inside of a vagina to a deer's mouth a while back? That was my brother. Oh. Who bought <laughs> Yeah. I haven't seen him this year. Just because he ain't killed no fucking deer. (laughs) (laughs) He gave up after the piebald? No, kind of a sad story, really. Like, so my parents' property that we used to hunt, well, my parents' neighbors, um, they sold. So we're out. 
Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so, uh, but he's got his own property, but he's got his bird dog, and that's kind of been his gig this fall. Well, you've getting also his bird got dog. his bow, too, don't you? I got his old bow, because my oh. ex fucking took mine. <laughs> Tell me I can... <laughs> Dude, is we're creeping on two hours. Is there, <laughs> is there anything else anybody wants to talk about? Isn't, uh, what's your last name? Ruff, R-U-F-F. Are you related to the other Ruff guy that was a processor? Which one? Processor? Yeah, there was a, uh, what the fuck was his name? I'm Timmy? not related to the barbers. Hey, Ruff. Uh, that'd be one of the barbers, I feel like. Or related to him. Oh, it might be. Uh, the like processor their... on uh, Dillman. They do Dwajak. all their own deer. The barber guys do all their own deer. It would make sense if. I don't One know. Of their dad or I mean, if they're them. yeah, if they're related. Why? Why Man, the fucking say? Rough Brothers. They're they're located. I mean, Rough is is one of the barbers. I feel like no, not they're, those. They're he was a deer guys. processor. No. Just his, a deer processor. He was a deer processor and a beef processor and stuff. And uh, he actually stopped doing deer because his wife was like, "Deer season or me," and uh, she was pissed off because guys were just pissing in their their yard and uh they would show up at all hours of the night and beat on their door and shit and be like we got a fucking deer and then she was freaked out and he, she's like dude i i can see that people oh, do that to us they people knock on our door like on our house and oh, it's pretty pretty distinguished like this is our house this is the butcher shop people we had a woman come into our house oh and was no. like yelling for tim and i'm this like this is how you get shot yeah or if my dog was out, would definitely would have attacked some random woman. Oh, for sure. Like at late night when these goofy people show up, like they're like one or two o'clock in the morning when they're dropping deer off. We all know you're drunk as shit. Like, what are you really up to? Like, we got the forty cal on our on our <laughs> side. Like, are you trying to fuck with us or like you, you trying to fuck on me? You fuck on a me? I'm gonna fuck on you. <laughs> Dude, that's no shit. Like, I'm. Yeah, it's. Did uh... you pull one of your mom? Man, no. <laughs> I'm really winning here. I had to be Dude. slow because I had to pee. That was loud. That was. That was so loud that. as well. <laughs> I had two more before you got here, so we're probably tied. I I had a pickleback. I started my day Liar. with whiskey. Pickleback. Fuck Last off. time we I were in the UP, we had... we ordered Irish car bombs, and the fucking bartender bought us brought us pickleback shots. What? He's like, I think I fucked up. I'm like, you definitely fucked Time up. How do you drink what? That. Time out. What Pick- picklebacks exist in the fucking UP? Yeah, that's they have pickle yeah. juice. Yeah. yeah. Huh? They have pickle juice. Well, I know, but like a picklebacks an Indiana thing. No, it's not. Mm. I had only ah, ever you heard fucking about transplant. It we asked for a uh, Irish car bomb. We love them things. It's like chocolate milk, and they brought us pickled juice. And what the fuck was it? Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I think I fucked this up." I'm like, "What did. the fuck is this?" <laughs> that was he the first felt, time I ever had one. I, felt really I drank bad. it. I was like, "I like pickles." Like, like, it's free. I'm like, "Well, any free liquor in the UP is fucking okay with me." Isn't an Irish car bomb a Guinness with a Jameson shot dropped in it? And Bailey's. 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 And. Yeah, Guinness, and then you put it in for the Man, quality. That that'll get you. 
so many drunk nights from those. And they make you full so fast, though. The only, the bad combo is uh, if you drink I got a those. Kid. I can't do any of that shit anymore. I had I sushi and then Irish car bombs. Oh, my God. Oh, really Jesus. bad. We were Real in bad. Illinois turkey hunting, and we went and got, we had so much sushi. And, well, we were waiting for my brother, and we were drinking a lot. And then we had sushi, and then we're like, you know what sounds like a good dessert is an Irish car bomb. <laughs> and then Tim just, like, hardly even got out of the restaurant. He's like, I don't want to puke. I was like, you're such a dick. Like, raw fish and beer. <laughs> Shit, man, fuck it. <laughs> and then he was like, I feel great now. We should go do more shots. <laughs> well, that usually <clears throat> clears the system. Ready to Pencil. go. It's a purge. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's Adam always say? Shit, man, fuck it. Kick your bitch in the socks. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm about. talking about. Kick your bitch in the socks. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, my brother says that a lot. That's okay. just what he says. Joshua, have you made any sense of that yet? Because I'm still thinking. Kick your bitch in the socks. You know what I'm talking about. What is that from? Why does he say that? Oh, have you ever uh, watched uh, music videos from Bad Baby? Nope. Oh, the Cash Me Outside nope. girl? You know who Catch Me Outside girl she's is? Like I know Dr. who she Phil. is. Dr. But... Phil. And then now she's Apparently a rapper. Apparently she's a rapper. But, but, but kick a bitch in her socks. That's, that's one of her songs. That's I one know. of her main songs. Fuck kick, it, kick your bitch in the I'm socks. I'm trying to think of all the sexual positions where that's possible. Kick, I think it just means stepping on someone's feet. I don't fucking know. Thing? I didn't know it was supposed to be a sexual thing. Uh, I mean, that's what made sense. To them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should shut this fucking thing off. <laughs> we are at two hours, so. America. All right, yeah. America. Who's I mean, handling your meat, bitches? Right. Take it to Clearwater Meats in, you guys are all clear, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah something like clear. that. Over <laughs> yonder. Just outside downtown. Mm-hmm. My memory serves. Just just look up. You the, said you've never been there. You don't even like I, us. Never said I've been past there. Never said I didn't like you. <laughs> You looked at us from afar? You just drove well, on by? Was it when we were naked on the picnic table? <gasps> it Sometimes was slightly less than impressive, but, you know, it made me feel good about myself. <laughs> I you stopped know, that. Like day, we're brothers. Way. Good job. <laughs> oh. How did you way, to, way to make it weird. I just snapped a picture from afar to keep it in my memory. Jeez, Bert. You had, you had a picture of Tim's ass? Just the front, not the back. The front of his ass? That's yeah, the front of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we think will that's talk just... to you guys next time. <laughs> just the balls. <laughs>